I'm Steve Fisher. Anatomy can teach us about body structure according to Western medicine, but according to Eastern philosophy, there are spiritual structures in our bodies which account for a whole range of functions. They're called chakras. Theoretically, they can teach us more about ourselves than our biology might suggest. Jenna Davi is an international yoga teacher and retreat leader specializing in the chakras and transformational experiences. Each chakra has a different psychological traits. For example, the first chakra is all about what makes you feel rooted. It is who you are as a person, how you see yourself, your confidence. The second chakra is all about movement, social aspects, your intuition. As you go up in the chakras, they hit different points of your psychology. And you can spend weeks or days, months, years studying one chakra and you will learn so much about your own psychology, your whys, what make you tick. She's here to help answer the question, what's our chakras on Life Slices? Hello, Jenna Davi. Welcome to Life Slices. Hi, thanks for having me. So I'm going to start with a question that I ask all my guests, Who? Ex- well, ex- modified to the particular guest, who is Jenna Davi? Oh, gosh. Of course, you asked me like the hardest question ever. Who am I? Right now, currently, I am a lover of the ocean and a avid surfer. I'm the creator of Chakra Codes, a system of self-development using one's unique chakra coding. And I love to travel and I love performing in music and acting. And you do that all at the same time. I try. I try to do you know everything at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You must be fun to get on a, a plane with. You just burst into song and dance on yeah. the middle of the flight. <laughs> I'm glad you call it fun instead of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as a performer myself, I I like to think of it as fun, even if the audience doesn't. Hey, if you like it, hey. Your website is called Jenna's Adventures, and we'll get to the retreats later, but I understand you found yourself in somewhat of an adventure in Thailand recently. Yes, so... So in January of 2020, I went over to Thailand. I was only supposed to be there for two months. I was helping my teacher at his uh, yoga center, assisting him and also just taking courses there. And I was going to do that for two months before. I had a very exciting tour of teaching yoga at different surf lodges all through Sumatra and then through Fiji. I was so stoked for this. Like the whole year was very exciting. And then the pandemic happened and... I had a flight that was supposed to leave Thailand to go to Bali on March 17th. And that was, I believe it was 16th or 17th, the very last day that you can fly out. And I had a choice. Do I fly home? Do I stay in Thailand? Do I go to Bali and be in quarantine there? And for whatever reason, I chose Thailand. And then I ended up being there for a year and a half waiting out the pandemic. Wow. So so can you now make a heck of a pot Thai? You know, I can't, but I can eat it. (laughs) Yeah, real good. Well, that's really, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, for people who don't know, how would you define yoga? That's, uh, gosh, you got such good questions. Yoga means yoking, like a union of self, the yin-yang self of complete awareness. Yoga to me is surfing completely in the present moment or shutting out all the chatter of the human brain and just being, just breathing. Yoga could mean also physical movements. It, I, I truly believe yoga has many definitions depending on the human defining it. But ultimately, 
what I believe it is, is a resource for you to come back home to yourself without the distractions of all the external chatter. When did you start practicing it and and why? Yeah, so I actually, (laughs) I hesitate to say I'm not a fan of yoga. I am a fan of yoga. I love yoga. It changed my life. But I actually got into yoga because I had gotten through a, a breakup of six years. It shattered me. And the only time I could find peace was surfing. I had just discovered surfing. And I was, I said to myself, oh my God, I just want to take three months off and just surf and be with myself. So I found a lodge in Costa Rica. Everything was very serendipitous. I just like typed in Costa Rica surf. This lodge came up. I asked them if they needed a bartender in exchange for room and board so I can come down there and surf my face off. And they said, no, we need a yoga teacher. Can you do that? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> even though I I practice yoga here and there, but not. And I'm also a dancer and a performing artist. And you know, as it is as a performing artist, you feel like a chameleon. You, you could do anything. So I was just like, yeah, I could do that. So I quickly got certified in two, uh, three months. And then I flew down there. And then before you know it, I'm teaching, I'm traveling the world, chasing different yoga trainings because I fell in love. Yoga is so deep. We only know the tip of the iceberg. And I started getting into the philosophy and the chakras and I started traveling the world, uh, learning more about yoga and making sure they're around surf destinations so I could surf. And then that I'm teaching yoga retreats around surf destinations. And then it just kind of blew up from there or blossomed, I should say. You mentioned chakra, and I think we've all heard the term chakra, but a lot of us don't know what a chakra is. What is a chakra? Chakra means wheel, in a wheel of energy in Sanskrit. And okay, what does that mean? That means literally anything, in my opinion, and what I've learned, anything that has energy. So if you think a thought, that is literally a chakra that's created in your brain, energy that was created in your brain. A table are billions of chakras condensed into a solid surface. That's a chakra. However, it's infinite, and you can create your own chakras, your own energy little systems. But there is a set of system called the chakra system. Most people know of the seven chakras from the root of the spine to the crown of the head. I actually work with nine chakras, the nine chakra system. So yeah, and each chakra in the system contains a different personality type, uh, gifts, traits, like a star sign. They're all very different from each other. Now, your website says that you've traveled the world teaching chakra psychology, archetypal imprinting, and energetic movement. Yeah. Please explain those terms. Sure. Okay, what was the first one? The <laughs> first one was <laughs> chakra psychology. Yeah, that's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> chakra psychology. So like I said, each chakra has a different psychological traits. For example, the first chakra is all about what makes you feel rooted. It is who you are as a person, how you see yourself, your confidence. The second chakra is all about movement, social aspects, your intuition. As you go up in the chakras, they hit different points of your psychology. And you can spend weeks or days, months, years studying one chakra, and you will learn so much about your own psychology, your whys, what make you tick. Yeah, it's an incredible system. And not only are they attached to your psychology, they're attached to different organs and body parts and energetic systems. So you can really learn a lot about yourself physically and energetically with the chakra system. What is archetypal imprinting? 
Yes, archetypal imprinting. This is something that I came up with my with my own work as an actor and also helping people kind of like I have a lot of clients come to me and they're having whatever issues in their life. And I came up with this technique that really for me works and I found work for other people. So every chakra not only has their own different energetic system, psychology and organs that it's associated with, it also has an energetic archetype that it's associated with. So I like to use an example of the heart chakra. The heart chakra is the healer. She's known as she's feminine. She has all love for the world and compassion, and she has this ability to heal people. She can walk in the room. She's literally floating on air, and the whole room changes and calms down and feels the healing from her. So an archetypal imprinting is when you imprint that chakra archetype into your own system. And I use it with actors as well. So let's say an actor has a character that is feminine based. That's like a motherly. They imprint this healer chakra in them. They walk around the room floating, like moving like the healer and responding, speaking as if what the healer would say, etc. I do this with people too. Like, let's say you're heartbroken or you're, you're mad at someone and you can't forgive them imprint the healer inside of you and just use the whole day walk around as if you are the healer if someone talks to you and says something mean as the healer how would you respond you would be compassionate you would be kind and loving so the person really takes on that energy imprints it into themselves and uses it as a tool throughout their day or hour whatever feels good for them it's a beautiful technique you should try it (laughs) and and now the final term was energetic movement Yeah, energetic movement. It's very kind of similar to the archetypal imprinting. And it's a fancy way of saying yoga, asana with the chakras. So the energetic movement is, let's say we are moving with the first chakra. This is very rooted. We do a lot of feet work. When you're walking around the room, you really are conscious of how your feet and your toes move and how you're walking throughout the room. And you feel almost like you're walking through mud or clay, like a lot of energy to push through the room. And so you use that technique when you're going through a yoga flow or if you're an actor with your character work. Yeah, it's the energy of how you move with the the energy of the archetype. Does it count if a nice jingle comes on a commercial and you get up and start dancing? Yes, that would be second chakra. Very playful dancing, flowing. Uh, now I'm never going to be able to forget that. Now every time I watch a commercial, I'll be waiting to exercise my chakras. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is, what is chakra coding? Yes, so chakra coding. So everyone has their own unique coding. A coding is something that you were born with. We all have all nine chakras, but you have four of them, which are compromised of your coding that are really alive for you during your life. You have a dominant chakra part of your coding, which is like your star sign, your main energy. You have a karmic chakra, which is the chakra energy that delivers your lessons in life. You have a guide chakra, the chakra that is a good guide whenever you feel lost in your life. And then you have a gift chakra. And that chakra is what also works with your dominant which helps you fulfill your purpose in this lifetime. And I'd be happy to tell you your coding as well, if you'd like. Really? You can do that just by by looking at me? Well, I need your birthday, so you need to be okay with sharing your birthday with the world. Okay. I I think I can do that. Okay. Maybe later or whenever you want. (laughs) Well, I'm going to do it right now. Wait, can I guess? Try it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to guess you're either the number two, five, or eight. Wait, let me see. Yeah, but I could be wrong. 
But I think two, five or eight. Okay. No, 12, 16. That's month and day. And you need the year too? Yes, please. Okay. This one hurts. 1951. 1951. Okay, let's see where you are. Six, yep, you are the eight, good friend. You are the number eight. So yeah, the number eight is the mystic. And they, their purpose in life is all about uncovering the unknown. And I just felt it from you. Like you're just uncovering people's lives through asking these really good questions. And But I could just feel your energy. It's very eight-like. I can't explain it. <laughs> the eighth chakras like to push buttons too. They're very... Yeah, they're troublemakers. I do love to do that. How do we find our own chakra coding? Yes, that's a very good question to ask. Um, I do teach a lot of workshops on it. You can also go to my website, which is going to launch in November, so very soon. And soon you'll be able to type in your birthday and then your dominant chakra with your dominant archetype and information about who you are and why you are pops up. So I'm really, really excited about that to share with everybody. So if you want, go to chakracodes.com and you can sign up for the newsletter and then I will blast everybody and let you know when the website is up for you to type in your birthday and find out. Cool. You you jumped, jumped ahead to one of my later questions, but that's okay. Now, what is chakra balancing? Yeah, chakra balancing. This is a very hard to do. Chakra balancing is... When you're not in alignment, you feel out of balance. So then you need to apply tools to feel back into balance. Before I get into this, I do have to say, because all of my clients, also they go, am I ever going to be in balance? Like, I'm always feeling off. And I just have to tell everybody that we're never going to be in perfect alignment. Because if you are in perfect balance and alignment, that's stagnation. There's no room for growth. So people shouldn't achieve for perfect balance at all times. You should, people should ach- want to achieve this balance of feeling challenged in a comfortable area. So you're never feeling perfectly in alignment. Let's say that we find out that you feel you're out of balance with your first chakra. And that's all about feeling confident in your body, feeling grounded and structured, structured, like you have a safe family life, you have a good career. If you're out of balance there, It doesn't mean that you have to focus there. There might be something else out of balance. Like let's say the reason why all of this is out of balance is because your throat chakra is off, meaning you're having trouble expressing yourself. You're having trouble solidify ideas that come to make them into reality. And because that is off of balance, then your first chakra is off balance. So then you actually have to work on the throat chakra first. So it's, a, it's kind of a lot because there's nine chakras. So it takes a lot of work to discover where the person is at in their journey and actually which energy they need to kind of tweak so that, again, not to be in perfect alignment, but things come back into this nice spectrum of comfortable challenge where things are flowing, but they're still being challenged. I, I just thought of something. It's If you wanted to insult somebody or tell them that they're they're boring – Without sounding insulting, just say, wow, your chakras are so balanced. Yeah, that's literally, yes, you'd be like, wow, you're really in alignment right now. Like, yeah, because if someone's perfectly in alignment, they might as well be a yogi isolating themselves in a cave, just living off of breath, like being a breathitarian and just being in the present moment and just living for hundreds of thousands of years. But that's not human. You're not experiencing anything. You're not challenging yourself. You're not growing. What does climbing mountains or rock faces do to your chakras? 
that could actually be very grounding. But for me, for example, that's not grounding for me. I am an earth water person. The higher I go up in elevation, the I feel off. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not good with heights at all. At all. Same it's as you. It's like, you know, I'll climb down in a, in a hole, but I'm not going up in the sky anywhere. How do we, we balance our, our chakras? I mean, can we do it ourselves or do we need a guide like yourself to guide us through it? I truly believe we can do it ourselves once we have the knowledge we need. And I mean, that doesn't have to be with some like hippy dippy chakra balancing person. I really think just becoming aware of who you are, because if you're really hyper aware of who you are, you're going to know, I feel so insecure right now. Number one, you could admit that. That's like the number one thing, just becoming aware of your pitfalls. And then you can start to ask, what triggered my insecurity? Who was involved with this? Why am I blaming them? Why can't I take responsibility of that? Like start really peeling this layer. And what helps me is the chakra system. So let's say I'm able to identify I feel insecure. That is a first chakra issue. Not many people know that. So that's when if you are interested in the chakras, you would come to someone like me or use Google to help unravel that. And then you would have a guide or a coach start asking the right questions to help you uncover this. And then you can go from there. And that guide could be someone like me, like I said, a therapist, an elder you really trust, a friend you really just, and just don't do it alone. Like, don't feel like you're alone. You can always uncover more aspects of yourself with the help of guidance. So this sounds very similar to psychotherapy. Yeah, it's, I really, it is, it really is. It's psychology. It's modern psychology with a little bit of Vedic astrology and mysticism and archetype work and chakra and energetic systems speaks to some people and it doesn't for others and that's okay too psychotherapy doesn't work for me because i yell at the psychotherapist right like you don't know me (laughs) i feel like that's what you would do as an eighth chakra (laughs) (laughs) i've been through plenty of of therapy and always looking for more but Actually, chakra coding and chakra therapy sounds a lot more fun. Yeah, like just seeing it from a different lens. Like, for example, I know some therapists have like their clients take a basketball and try to throw it in a hoop. And like they say things like how they're feeling as they're doing it. Like, I'm not into that stuff at all. But talk to me about energetics and the chakras and archetypes. I'm like, what? That's so helpful or whatever. In what ways do our chakras change or evolve over the course of our lives? They're constantly, they're constantly in movement and emotion, which is good. It's exciting. Again, you don't want to stay stagnant. And also we have different life phases and that they're, they're divided into 27 year cycles. So you have a foundational phase, you have a, a contribution phase, and then you have a retirement ascension phase. And so not only do you have your own unique coding, for example, your eighth chakra dominant, the eighth chakra will always be influencing you in life. But you are now currently in a, a seventh chakra, 27-year cycle, which means it's all about enlightenment and leadership. It's the crown. You're being a leader right now. So your chakras are pointing towards you uncovering not only just people's lives, but f- you would really do well in uncovering the lives of people in leadership positions or in highly spiritual situations like it's your numbers is all showing towards going towards that like really shedding light on that type of information from leadership it could be business to 
shocker codes, someone that created a spiritual system. So I kind of just went off on that question. I forgot what was the question. <laughs> no, that was okay. Cause I forgot yeah. the question. Okay. Yeah, no. Oh, no, it was it, in what ways do our chakras change or evolve over the course yes. of our lives? So, so you have different shock, you have your coding and then you're just like an astrology birth chart. You have different, you're, you're in different phases of your life as well. If you told people who know me, uh, my children and, and other people who know me that I'm in a, a position now to teach leaders, I, I think they would panic and try to leave the planet. <laughs> no, that is in your coding. You own it. And, and for you especially, you are not only are you just sharing and, and working with leaders, actually, you would be really great with helping them uncover where not only their blockages are, but where their strengths are. Like you would be a really good almost coach to leaders, actually. I mean, that's just what your coding is pointing towards. I, I have to think of a new career now. This is uh, I <laughs> this, think, this could be the outlet to do it. I think you'll be seeing me on the next TED Talks. It's uh... <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me about the retreats you lead. What happens in, in these retreats? So I, I do a few different retreats. One, they're called Reclaiming Joy Retreats. These are for actors and artists. I work with a master acting teacher in LA, and we go and we bring people outside of the hustle and bustle of this, I'm sorry to say, just the ridiculousness that is the acting hustle, like the auditions, the judgment, the, oh, it's just such a pain in the ass. So we bring actors out of that environment and we work solely on the artistic instrument and that's through acting workshops and also through, again, archetypal imprinting. So they leave not only with artistic professional growth and skills to take home, but I do a lot of the mindfulness and personal growth. So the actors can leave feeling really strong going back into that world of crazy judgment. And they have new tools as an actor to also use. So they feel really empowered. So I do that. The next one is in January. And then I have two more in the summer in Costa Rica. So I'm stoked about that. I also do healing retreats with my good friend, Kin. She's incredible. We're doing an all-woman's healing retreat in Thailand in September 2020. All the women are going to get a two-and-a-half-hour energy work and yoni massage. And I'm sorry, Steve, you can't join us for that because a yoni massage is a, to put it bluntly, a vagina massage. So unfortunately, men... I would have a hard time with that. Yeah, you would have a little bit of a hard time, but... Yeah, it's going to be an incredible retreat for just women really connecting to the, it's crazy. Now, women, I feel like we went off the rails trying to be too masculine, which that's great. But also we are women. We need to own our feminine. So we're going to get into all that. And then I also I'm going to start leading chakra retreats. So I'm still kind of revving up for that, but it'll just be me. I'll be sharing the chakra codes and I want it to be all around the water element and surfing. So I'm I'm growing into that now. How does surfing and chakras go hand in hand? Or do I have the wrong part of the body? Well, surfing, it's hard for me, hits so many of my chakras. It's uh it grounds me, so that's the first chakra. I'm in water and I feel playful. It's the second. The third, it empowers me. That's the fire. Fourth, it connects me to my heart. I feel really love and compassion at all times. Fifth, I have so many ideas. It's the throat chakra. It's all about ideas, ideas, and expression. It it levels that out, and I don't feel overwhelmed. It calms my mind, the sixth element, and it makes me feel – I feel, like, spiritual, like I'm in, at my church. 
So crown chakra, it really hits everything. I think that's because it keeps me really present and I'm not near computers or technology. I'm out in the water. I'm, I'm no longer the dominant species either. I feel completely out of control and in control and I love it. Does your knowledge of chakras and that balancing, does that help you stay up on the board longer? I think so. It keeps me, uh, the one time to be balanced would be on the board. So it, it helps me <laughs> in a good way. That's good. That's good. Now, is there anything that you would like to answer that I haven't asked about? Just to maybe let people know, just because the word chakra isn't a title or something, it doesn't have to be so hippy-dippy. It could really be helpful and give it a try and give yoga a try and give breath work a try or therapy a try. Whatever your, whatever tool you need to help you come back home to yourself and just like do your best. Are, are chakras 420 friendly? They are 420 friendly. It's up to you. It's up to you. If you feel like it calms you down and it's medicine, that's great. But if you feel like it's some like an addiction and like you're relying on it, then that's a second chakra issue that you have to check into. And second second chakras are about having fun. But sometimes if you have too much fun, you don't have boundaries around yourself. And then that's when the indulgences come in. Now, you said you're going back to Thailand. Are you sure that's a good idea? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, the island I was stuck on for a year and a half were known for their, not only for their wellness and their yoga and Muay Thai and, and fitness, but for their full moon parties and just talk about indulgences. So that island is crazy in the best and worst of ways. So I'm just going to stay there for a month, do the retreat and chill, and then get out of there and go to Bali. Surf oh, that, that's so nice. I mean, all these places are, are, are just places I've envisioned in my brain that, that would be fun to visit. Gotta come. Let's go lead a retreat. You got to get out there, Steve. All right. Sounds good to me. Tell people again where they can find yeah. more information about you and your retreats. Yeah, thank you. Um, You can go to shockercodes.com. Com. Sign up for the newsletter, hear all the updates. I have an Instagram account, chakra.codes. And then my personal account, Jenna's Adventures, which has a lot of information about me and also my retreats. And my personal account on Instagram is Jenna's Adventures. Sounds great. Jenna, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm looking forward to learning more about my chakras. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This is fun. My thanks to Jenna Davi for sharing some of her knowledge and experience with us. If you really want to know yourself, you could read a ton of self-help books, spend thousands of dollars on psychoanalysis, or try to find your centers of energy and how they're guiding your actions. You might be shocked by how your chakras are shaking up your life. If you enjoyed this program, please like us and subscribe on social media and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Life Slices is produced by Beatnik Ravens Productions, all rights reserved. Music, courtesy of Fesleyan Studios.